Welcome to Lessons from Life, the podcast that gleams profound life lessons from everyday life stories. Hosted by Dustin Fenton and Brandon Hill. Hi, Brandon. Good to be with you on another edition of Lessons from Life. Glad that we could do this on a regular basis. Yep. Good to see you again. Today, we've got a special guest with us as we normally do, and he is a friend from college. His name is Ben Wieses, and I'll let him introduce himself a little bit to you. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. My name is Ben Wieses. I am from Indianapolis and have a beautiful wife who I met in college and two wonderful kids and work in operations for a personal training company here in the Indianapolis area. I understand you've got a story for us today about some work that you did a little bit earlier in your career. I used to work for a large event organization. We put on a very major event every year, and it took me away from my family a lot. Really, when I think about it, it was a dream job from the outside, but actually doing the work and the time it required of me was very challenging when it came to raising my family. My son had just been born about four months before this particular event happened, and the year leading up had been the most challenging for me from a professional standpoint because we were doing some major changes to how we operated the event, and I was responsible for making some of those changes work. It was very demanding, very trying time, and in the four months before the event each year, my wife jokes that I was in taxes because she never saw me during that time. And we had some friends at the time who were in accounting and and dealt with the tax season. And and so that became a running joke for us. At the particular time that this occurrence came about, we were on site for the event. We stayed in a hotel for about a week and a half before to do our final preparations. And we had a conference room in the hotel where I would work from about 8 a.m. to usually 1, 2 o'clock in the morning sometimes even later, depending on what was going on. And it was a very difficult circumstance. There was one morning in particular where I woke up, I realized I woke up a few hours later than I had anticipated. So I quick threw on my clothes real fast, got downstairs as quickly as I could. And and I was just, I was just beside myself because I couldn't believe all the work that I needed to get done. And the rest of my team had been down there and I felt like I was letting my team down for showing up so late. And so I couldn't continue. I was just shaking. I was so frustrated. I couldn't continue my work. And so I decided I'm going to pull my boss aside. I just had to apologize to him and say, look, I'm sorry. I'm exhausted. There's really no excuse for, for me showing up so late. I know how hard everyone is working. And I just apologized as much as I could And it got to the point where I just broke down in tears and couldn't speak anymore. And my boss just put his hand on my shoulder and said, look, it's fine. Whatever you needed at that moment, it was probably sleep. So you'll be better for it. It's okay. We're a team. We'll get through it together. Made me feel better. I still felt awful that I had overslept and was in that situation. But it definitely helped me move on throughout the day and get what I needed to get done accomplished. With a few days that we had remaining before the event happened, we were able to proceed like normal. So, yeah, I think that's about the end of the story. I remember when you were in that job, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. 
Mm-hmm. And part of what I'm thinking now is that sometimes what we want isn't what's necessarily best for us, <laughs> you know, at the different sure. stages of life that we're in. Yeah. Was this your first child? No, it was my second. What actually made it even more difficult because my first was at the age at the time where she was beginning to have a little resentment for me for not being around. Mm. Uh, mm. She was at that age where it was tough for her and it 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 was probably the first year that I noticed that it was really affecting her. Was this one of your last years with that company? It was. I, after I got through that year, I decided I'm going to stick through it one more year and see how things go. And I was going through that next year and realized this isn't it. I've got to do something different. And I made it through one more year and decided to move on to something different. What was that conversation like uh, between you and your boss? Uh, Obviously, I assume pretty stressful from your side of things, but looking back on it now, do you have a different perspective of where he was at or is it still hard to only see it from your side of things? You know, that's a good question. I've thought about that often and I can't really remember what his reaction was to an extent. I think I was just so caught up in the moment. I do remember that there was a lot more grace from his side than I was expecting, a lot more compassion than I expected. I can't remember his face at all during that. And I'm not sure if that's because I actually wasn't able to look at him because I was so emotional or if just over time that image has been removed from my mind. But the thing that I remember was the grace and compassion that he had for the situation and him just repeatedly saying, we're a team. It's fine. Were you able to talk to the rest of the team as well? Or did you feel like you just put your head down and kept going for the day? Yeah, the one or two people that I worked with most, I did mention to them how sorry I was, but I got the impression that they all could sense it in my face. And I had had a relationship with them and a reputation with them that it wasn't a normal occurrence. They knew how hard I was working throughout, especially this particular year, because of all of the additional responsibilities that I had that year for the new processes that I was responsible for. So um, I think that helped in a sense from their standpoint, it didn't really make me feel a whole lot better. Part of what your story is reminding me of is the importance of family and the importance of spending time with our kids. You know that I am single and I worked pretty hard for a long time. And then I adopted this eight and a half year old kid and all of a sudden my whole world turned around and I realized how important it was to really make him a priority in my life over my work. And that was a really hard thing for me to do. The other thing was it it made me a lot more empathetic and sympathetic to other parents. I remember the first time I went to the grocery store, I'm like, oh my word, now I know why people act this way. (laughs) Because my kid's pulling stuff off the shelf and crying and screaming and it made me a lot more tolerant. And now being in a supervisor role, especially during this coronavirus lockdown, I have a lot of people working from home and their kids are home because there's nowhere for them to go. And having to communicate to them empathy and grace and compassion and saying, look, we don't expect you to get 100% of your work done because we understand that we're in crisis and it's okay. You need to be taking care of your kids. And I'm not sure I would have been able to articulate that or realize that if I hadn't been in crisis situations with my own son and tried to balance work and him. And of course, then realizing that he's more important than, than work and being able to share that with others, I think it is important. That sense of freedom is what it feels like on the receiving end of freedom, Mm -hmm. but it's a sense of grace or 
uh, acceptance to the situation and think that that is something that we're learning a lot these days in the same way that you'd said is that any sort of number of phone meeting is going to be distracted by dogs barking uh, <laughs> at home at a minimum or, mm-hmm. or now kids or, you know, mm-hmm. the delivery person or any number of other things. And, you know, that's, that's actually okay because we're being vulnerable uh, in ways that we, we haven't been that way. And I bet Ben from your teammates that they probably thought maybe even higher of you because they trusted you and you did the right thing at the end of apologizing. If you would have just been nonchalant about it or ignored it, uh, they probably went like, whoa, that, mm-hmm. that is out of character. And now we have a little bit of a bristle with Ben uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to, oh yeah, this is, this is really who Ben is and a a reaffirming of your character. What was it like, that interaction with your boss? Just because I feel like a lot of people, I know that I have had those talking tos or had that moment of like, oh, I need to figure this out uh, a little better and I screwed up and I got to go, you know, kind of have my hat in my hand and, and go and talk to somebody. You know, people feel anxious around that. So I'm most interested in that, you know, conversation. What was it like to kind of walk away from that? Was it a feeling of, okay, let's reset, let's go? Or or was it still kind of like you're still having that feeling over your head of like, oh, kind of guilty and I did something really awful? Yeah, I, I definitely still felt guilty. But at the same time, I felt a huge weight off my back after I had the talk with him. It was really difficult until I had that talk. It was really difficult for me to even sit up straight. I felt so heavy. But after the talk, I felt a lot lighter and I felt, okay, now we can move on and I can just barrel ahead and get to the point of what I need to get to do today. It was really a relieving moment for me, I believe. Have you had the opportunity, uh, maybe even with your own kids, where they've come to you and like, hey, I screwed up in this fashion or, you know, kids, you know, sometimes as parents, you, you catch them in the act of doing something silly. <laughs> not mine, Dustin. I don't know what kind yeah, of thing. <laughs> yeah, sorry, just, just mine. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you been able to, like, maybe pre that conversation, post maybe your kids were young enough that they didn't have a pre-conversation, but, you know, somebody came to you and said, hey, I, I screwed up. But then having actually had that and roles reversed, have mm-hmm. you been able to kind of extend that same sort of grace or that same sort of forgiveness and understanding? When things happen like that, I this story doesn't come into my mind, but there have been a few times where something like that has happened. And after the fact, I think, wow, that reminds me of when this happened to me. And I think subconsciously it does kind of help me have a little bit more grace towards situations where maybe I don't have the full story. And I could easily think the worst of whoever is on the offending side. But because I've been through this on my own, I know that there's more to the story than what I can see. So I try to give the other person a little bit more benefit of the doubt until they come and they show their remorse and their character. Okay, are they going to really show that they're sorry for this and work even harder to make it better on the other side? Or are they going to be filled with pride and just try to brush it off like nothing happened? I think you brought up a good point earlier where I could have been full of pride and I could have just ignored it and and tried to brush it aside and act like nothing happened. And I don't think that that would have helped anyone at the time. In my mind, I was forced into a uh, situation of complete humility 
both being completely humiliated and being humble, if you will, <laughs> that I think it helped the others around me see the situation from a different standpoint themselves. So mm -hmm. that was, it was a learning thing for me that I still go back to every now and then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I find interesting is that you were fortunate to have a boss who showed you that grace and compassion and understanding. Not everybody has that, mm -hmm. but still even a year later, you decided this work is not for me because I need to be engaging with my family. And I think that's an important lesson for people to think about is if your place of work is becoming the priority that's taking away from more important things, even though you may have a great boss who's understanding, it may be important to make a switch. And then I think on the other side, we have to put ourselves in the boss's shoes and we need to be paying attention to our people and watching for those breaking points when they're occurring and being able to show encouragement and care and love during those times. And like you said, grace and compassion. Mm -hmm. um, I think even more than just being able to show that, but you know, potentially inquiring and, and mm -hmm. asking those questions of, hey, what's going on? And potentially your boss knew about the new birth of a child and springtime is when the event was taking place. It was a typically stressful time for your family and things along those lines, just with some other things that happened in your family at that time, I know. And so asking those questions as a boss are important because you get to know your people better. Right. That's good. As leaders, we need to show that we're human also. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm watching the time, Ben. Do you have any final thoughts for us? I don't. Not specific to this, but thank you for what you guys are doing with this podcast. It's been a blessing for me to oh. hear from other leaders and uh, the stories that are brought forth and the stories that you guys share. And it's great. So often we don't think about the outcomes of our stories and our experiences, but you guys have figured out a way to make even the most some of the most simple stories relatable to everyone and you brought out the lessons that are really there they're there if we take the time to think about it think about and it. it's it's a very helpful thing for for me and i'm sure for others also that we reflect on these things mm -hmm. so thank you for doing this oh, you're welcome that's, you're welcome very kind words thanks ben yeah, I'm a, I'm a big believer that the reason we remember stories and events in our lives is because it taught us a lesson. But sometimes we don't know what that lesson is until we stop and pull it out. And it not only teaches us a lesson, but there are lessons for other people to learn from our experiences. So, mm -hmm. yeah, great. Well, Ben, thanks for taking time to share your story with us and to reflect on that. It's been good to learn from you. Yeah, thank you for listening. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye, Ben. Thanks for listening to Lessons from Life. We hope that you have learned a lesson today that will help you to be more fulfilled in life's journey. If you were inspired by today's episode, please subscribe and review. You can find Lessons from Life at LessonsFromLifeForYou.com. That is with the number four and the letter U. You can also find links to all of our social media on our website. We would love to hear the valuable lessons that you have learned from your life experiences.